Red alert, red alert. All hands to the battle station. and welcome back to another episode of Battle Station. I'm your host, Tucker, and today I have a really exciting build that I honestly think is going to be a real OP contender. When I was discussing last episode's build with my friend and fellow State of the Federation co-host, Robert Fletcher, he mentioned to me that one of the uh, one of his favorite things about the build was that he, I had used the Robinson. Robin has been flying the Robinson from time to time in a way that I felt worth sharing with all of you, with a few improvements, of course. I sketched the ship out briefly the last time, but let's look at the ship in a little bit more detail. The Robinson is a unique Federation Jem'Hadar attack ship with a stat line of 3 attack, 2 defense, 3 hull, and 3 shields for a cost of 22 points. It has the standard Federation Dominion action bar of evade, target lock, scan battle stations, and an upgrade bar which features four crew slots and nothing else. For maneuvers, it's got green one and two straights and banks, white two hards, three straight banks and hards, and a four straight, and a red three come about. The only arc it's featuring is a 90 degree forward firing arc. As usual for a unique ship, the main reason we're here is its ability. When defending, if you are hit and don't already have a Warp Core Breach Critical Damage card assigned to your ship, you may choose to ignore up to 3 damage being inflicted to your ship and suffer a Warp Core Breach Critical Damage instead. Deliberately taking a Warp Core Breach may not sound like the greatest idea, but we're definitely going to have uses for this ability ahead. Advantages of the ship include set ability, as well as the strong Federation Dominion action bar, the Federation Faction tag, which unlocks a number of powerful upgrades, the Jem'Hadar tag, which, while we won't be taking advantage of it here, also unlocks a bunch of powerful upgrades, and enough crew slots to run almost any crew-based combo you can think of. It's also quite maneuverable, having access to a decent suite of green maneuvers and no reds on its dial besides the comeabout. The disadvantages here are obvious. It's only got three attack dice, it doesn't meet the four hull minimum to carry a craft, and beyond its ability, it's incredibly fragile at a base durability of six. On top of all that, the 90 degree arc is pretty limiting, though that is somewhat mitigated by the maneuverability. All in all, this is a great example of why Jem'Hadar attack ships don't see much play, but fortunately, the Robinson have some unique advantages to help us mitigate those issues. In the show, the Robinson is the Jem'Hadar fighter Cisco and crew obtain in the Deep Space Nine episode, The Ship. I always thought it was named after Robinson Crusoe because they find it, you know, crashed and they have to use it to escape like a castaway. But Memory Beta apparently says it's named after Jackie Robinson. I actually couldn't find a definitive source either way. And if you know of one, please message me through the Battle Station Facebook page because I'd actually be really curious to see. Uh, the ship itself went on a mission over the course of the next two episodes and was never seen again. Competitively, it's a little new to the scene. It doesn't really have much of a history yet. Uh, that said, I know that Robert is very fond of it, and I think we'll be seeing it more in the near future. So, let's get started with today's build. The crux of it involves the Robinson's interaction with the two-point mirror-crew upgrade Jadzia Dax. Mirror Dax's text says... When your ship suffers damage to its hull, you may discard this card to reduce the damage by one. 
On the surface, there isn't much interaction here besides another point of damage reduction on top of the damage reduction ability, but the trick is this. Due to warp rulings about when and how you can stack effects that trigger at the same time, mirror decks can actually be used after you trigger the Robertson's ability, meaning that the ship doesn't actually take any damage at all. In other words, it would take the one warp core breach and then you discard Dax to reduce that by one to, of course, zero. Now Dax is a discard, so she only works once. But since she's also a crew upgrade, we have a number of ways to recur her. The option I've settled on today is Sopek, a 4.6 skill Vulcan captain who says, add one crew upgrade slot to your upgrade bar. Action. Choose one of your crew upgrades that was discarded from your ship on a previous round. Redeploy that crew upgrade to your ship and place an auxiliary power token beside your ship. This allows us to use Dax every turn if necessary, discarding her for her effect and then getting her back with Sopek. Running this combo, the first three damage to the Robinson every turn is effectively negated. This does, however, come at the cost of the ship's action, and the Robinson has a pretty low attack value in the first place. In addition to that, we're already at 30 points, 22 for the ship, 5 for Sopek with faction penalty, and 3 for Mirror Dax with faction penalty, and we only have 4 crew slots to work with for attack dice and quality. Is it possible to get out of this hole? Fortunately, this is a Federation ship, meaning that attack dice are easily obtainable. Sakona, the independent crew upgrade that adds a weapon slot and reduces weapon costs by 2 each, slots in for an easy 3 points. In that weapon slot, we put Arsenal for two more weapon slots, and it only costs two more points with Sakona's discount. We use these slots for Type 8 Phaser Array and upgraded phasers, which add a die each to the primary attack value, along with some anti-fighter punch, for all of one point total between the two upgrades. This means that we have, for a total cost of a crew slot and six points, added two attack dice to the Robinson's primary attack value, leaving us with five. Now, we have three crew slots left, no actions, and 14 points to get our quality. What do we spend them on? We're going to use a classic quality combo here, which is William T. Riker from the Enterprise E, along with Leonard McCoy and Pavel Chekhov from the Enterprise Refit. I was using this combo as early as I believe the first episode to get rerolls on all our primary weapon attacks. Riker grants a, a crew slot and disables to allow us an extra action from a crew, tech, elite talent, or captain card. Chekhov disables to reroll all our blank dice on a primary weapon attack, and McCoy spends an action to remove disabled tokens from two of our crew upgrades. This means that every turn we can disable Chekhov, and then on the next round use Riker to let McCoy remove the disabled tokens from both Chekhov and Riker, setting Chekhov up to be used right away. With Riker at 5 points, McCoy at 2, and Chekhov at 3, we're left with 4 points and Riker's crew slot for our battle station's quality. Is that enough to get us battle stations every turn in addition to the reroll? It is. Usually I'd use 7 of 9 here, because she's basically my go-to 4-point battle, battle station solution, but the problem is... There's no way to re-enable her every turn. Remember, we're using both of McCoy's re-enables on Riker and Chekhov. There is, however, another option. This gets a little technical, so bear with me. If you look in the rulebook, a ship that's hit suffers damage in step 7, but whether or not the ship is actually hit is established earlier in step 6. 
This means that when the Robinson takes damage, it winds up negating, it's still going to be hit, even if we use its ability in Dax to negate all of the damage. That's just enough of a timing window for a certain crew to do its magic. Alexander is a three-point Klingon crew upgrade that reads, each time your ship is hit for at least one damage, place one Battle Stations token on this card. During the activation phase, you may take one Battle Stations token off this card and place it beside your ship. According to the rules of the game, which I mentioned before, your ship is getting hit for one damage when it's dealt damage. That's checked in step six. Now, Alexander's ability resolves in step six, and then you can go ahead and use the Robinson's ability to reduce the damage to one and Dax's to reduce it to nothing. Now, it may well be that your TO comes back at you and insists that the wording, quote, unleashed one damage, end quote, means that you have to wait for the suffered damage step in order to activate Alexander. But that doesn't matter because this still works anyway. Worf has made it very clear that cards like I Stab at Thee that trigger when your ship is destroyed can be used with Cheat Death, which also triggers then and stops your ship from being destroyed because players can activate multiple triggered abilities in any order they wish. This is the same mechanic that's letting us use the Robinson's ability and then Dax's. What we can do here is we can say, okay, my trigger is for Alexander. My ship is getting hit for more than one damage. I activate Alexander. My ship is getting hit for damage. I activate Robinson. My ship is getting hit for one damage. I activate Dax in that order. All three of them will have their effect and all three of them will be perfectly good to use regardless of what the final damage total ends up being, even if it's zero. And the best part of this the weakness of Alexander as a card, and the reason we haven't seen more of him, is he doesn't give you the token if you weren't attacked. But on this ship, you only need to use your action for Sopek to get Dax back if you were attacked. Meaning that on the rounds you're, after you're not attacked, all you have to do to get the battle stations is just take the battle stations action. You'll still get rerolls from Chekhov, and you'll still have full quality. In other words, you will always have your battle stations and your reroll, regardless of whether you were attacked or not. Between these factors, you're going to have a ship with five attack dice and full quality that can always ignore the first three points of damage sent to it each round. That's a pretty good ship. The final build winds up looking like this. The Robinson for 22 points, Sopek 6 for 5, William T. Riker for 5, Leonard McCoy for 2, Pavel Chekhov for 3, Alexander for 4, Jadzia Dax for 3, Sakona for 3, Arsenal for 2, Type 8 Phaser Ray for 0, and upgraded phasers for 1 point, totaling 50 points on the ship. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and this ship. I'd really like to see the Robinson and Alexander both get more play. I feel that Alexander is a very underrated card, and I'd love to see some more strategies using him. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to give it a good rating on iTunes. I hope to see you next time, but for now, stand down red alert and secure from Battle Station. Battle Station.